This is a When Walls Can Talk network podcast. Hi, my name is Jeremy Haig, psychic medium, tarot reader, and proud nerd of the occult and the spiritual. I've been talking to the dead since before I can remember. Hearing their stories and listening to their lessons radically changed my life and taught me to become more curious and peel back the layers of the world around me. On this podcast, I invite you on a journey as we discuss spirituality hot topics with specialists and practitioners from across the witchcraft community, pull and explore monthly collective tarot readings, and recount lost or forgotten paranormal stories from around the world. This is When Walls Can Talk, the podcast. But it's not that kind of episode, actually. As soon as I said it, it fell out of place. Yeah, it's not. What kind of episode is it? I don't know. (gasps) I don't know. know. We didn't talk about an intro. I know that I'm technically sitting in the host chair today. I just kind of hit the hit hit it. I hit it at the record button. (laughs) I hit it. I hit it at the record button and figured that the whole purpose. Well, not even. See, I'm already like I'm already doing it wrong. <laughs> I'm already doing it. Are you wrong. ready for a vulnerable episode? Let's do it. Let's do it. Hello, when walls can talk, listeners. This is Cheyenne from Ouija boards and Midnight Marks. What am I drinking? You might be wondering. If you listen to my podcast too, if you don't, it's fine. No hard feelings. It's a different vibe. <laughs> That's not true. Okay, Our well, I was gonna say really cute. I was I'm gonna say I think it's adorable. Okay, well. I think y'all are adorable. You know what? No, that was rude. That was me. Yeah, like, I didn't doing like the, the Barbie dumb bitch meme. In I didn't my head. like that. I didn't like that at all. Well, here's Cut the that thing. Out for sure. There's a reason <laughs> that uh, we have you helping us out on today's kind of different little energy, and that's because y'all over at Ouija Boards of Midnight Margs, shout out to Shale who can't be with us tonight because she's skiing in Alaska, having know, a marvelous time. I'm very happy for her, but like. Like, we miss you, but we're the ones with FOMO today. Yeah, so. right. Um, have such great banter and such great personalities oh, and are very engaging you. and uh, make you laugh. And uh, I think one of the things we do so well over here is uh, I love my research and I love kind of delving deep into a, a topic and looking at the different uh, underbellies of the different stories and finding the kernels of truth and the pieces of folklore and whatever. But I... Uh, Sometimes. I just had this really cute mental picture of our podcast together. It's like a banana split. I love that. Like, you're the banana. That's adorable. I love that. And I'm the whipped cream and cherry sprinkles. <laughs> and Shale's the ice cream. But that's like, a good combo, That's though. a really good combo. That's such a good combo. But yeah, we felt like tonight, um, and like, not to be serious or anything, but I've been having a little bit of health problems in the past couple months. I'm not going to get into it t- tonight because it's taken up enough of my <laughs> life and energy at this point. I feel that. But I, I, one of the things that w- was really kind of tasked of me in the whole thing was to find places where I can cut back, make my life a little easier, a little more fun, a little more enjoyable. And I honestly feel like the podcast is going to be the one that wins for it. 
Yeah, really. I agree. You know? For sure. So one of the things we realized that we never done is just a couple episodes here and there that are just about us and getting to know us and chatting and telling stories and laughing and having a good time. Um, because some of the episodes are really serious and really intense and a lot of uh, kind of a lot of intense information and heady kind of history yeah. to process and, and kind of examine. And I try to take it seriously, but that also means that as a listener, you're kind of living through each of these different sometimes traumatic spiritual events. And sometimes you just need a break and yeah. something, something chill and fun. So no, I agree. And I feel like this um, serves a couple of different unique purposes in the sense that it, it helps add even more depth and meaning to those deeper research episodes too, because totally. your listeners get a chance to have a cocktail and, Ask some dumb questions and some funny questions and some weird questions and just get to know you as the person behind the research. Yeah. Too, because you are like, you are a content creating machine and I admire you for that because I oh, mean, tanks. I mean, the production value is stellar here. I can't even tell you the number of times I'm voice messaging you and you're like, I'm researching an episode. I'm doing this. And I'm like, I can't tell you how many episodes I just roll up to <laughs> <laughs> ready to party. Yeah. Um, so I, I really admire that, but I'm excited to uh, to go a little more talk radio today and hey y'all, just hang out. Welcome to the talk show. Yes, I'm gonna get my best. Ooh, that's a good question. My, if you had a talk show, what would your talk show be named? And it can't be when Walls can talk the talk show because <laughs> a it's redundant, and so that's just bad editing, and it's not a cute enough answer for me tonight. So. Okay, so do I have to think of the. The content for it as well? No, just like the Jeremy show. Like, oh, okay. Like your, okay, okay. your personal brand. Got it, got it, got it. Show. Okay. Um, ooh, okay. I think it would be... So I want it... Um, like mine would be Shy town <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> That's so lame. That's hilarious. Okay, I think mine would be... I'm trying to think of something. I'm trying to do alliteration here. I'm trying to think of something that starts with an H. Helen Heels. Oh, that's cute. I love it. I love that. Because that's- it's like a little of um, something fun. Oh, no. It's got a little bit of my drag. A little bit. Because, yeah, we don't talk about the fact that I do drag on the show very often. Because it, yeah. it feels so separate to me. But I feel like there are a lot of people who want me to bring it into the podcast more. Uh, we'll see. Anyway. I do. We'll, we'll see. I think it'd be really interesting. I don't know how to do it. So if you have thoughts, tell me. But I vote more drag content always. I'd want my talk show to be like drag legends and pageant legends and... But then also, like, more of my friends from this space, too. Do you want to plug your drag on your own Oh, yeah. I, I suppose I could, couldn't I? <laughs> you can, can follow you, me at Betty Swallow Stratton on Instagram. We used to be over 10,000 before COVID, but COVID took a little thing called Drag Shows away, and so we didn't pr- produce that much content. We are not the number of followers we have. This is true. They're honestly... Quality over quantity, baby. And that's a lot of people still. It really is. Like, I get nervous... When we have an episode that, you know. Oh my God, I am full back like, to stage fright when it comes like to Instagram. It's like a couple hundred full, and you're like, oh God, that's too many people. That's more than my mom. <laughs> I have a, a clue. Like back 2018, 2019, when I was like really performing like five, seven nights a week yeah. sometimes. Throwing content on that Instagram like multiple times a day. Never crossed my mind. Now I'm like. <laughs> yeah. I'm like yeah. this is a lot of people it is, who are It is a weird world to be on the other side of memes that I should post all day. Right? <laughs> I should post more memes. That's the problem. People love memes. People love memes. Funny funny things to share and like and save. 
Because people don't read. Trick the <laughs> algorithm. You have to look. The algorithm is not going anywhere, so we have to adjust. I've never heard that. You before. haven't? No. The algorithm. Al Gore invented the internet, guys. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and in this internet, I think it, that's from Unbreakable oh, Kimmy Schmidt. That's God. a Titus. That's a Titus Burgess <laughs> joke that I'm completely that stealing I'm shocked. Right now. I'm shocked that it, at least it's not resonating. I don't remember it because oh, I love so, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, but it's that's so good. That's. Yes. I mean, it's true. It's not going away. The algorithm. Lean into it. <laughs> okay. I've already derailed us. I'm so excited. Perfect. So here's what's here's what we're gonna do. <laughs> what we're gonna do is I have no clue. Exactly. And that's literally what it is. Is I showed up to today's recording and I think you're gonna ask me some questions, but I don't totally know. And we're basically just gonna get to know me better. And I hope <laughs> I hope I don't lose people already. Yes. No, <laughs> it's gonna be great because I'm gonna sprinkle in some like good toothy ones too. Like yeah, we'll I'm just a, what's I, an episode that you're particularly proud of? Like, what's one of, of your the show. favorite ones of your show? Okay, that actually is a surprise. Don't worry, there's going to be stupid ones. Sands in the White House. Yeah. For sure. Agreed. That was the hardest one, I would say. That was the most work I've ever done. Um, that one is brilliant. I think that's also something, and again, I would love, and I'm probably going to say this a bunch of times on this episode, and I'm sorry for beating a dead horse, but I actually really do want to hear people's responses to some of these questions. Like, do you want to learn more about what my process is like, because that would be yeah. something that could be really interesting to do an episode and just kind of be like talking and recording myself while I'm at like that. That's a whole other world of podcast content that I could put out, especially because then you get, you get the, the full package and then you get, I don't know. Let me know in the comments. What of these like rings a bell to you? Cause this is like, I'm focus grouping tonight essentially. Yes. And y'all, my listeners are my focus group and you are my group leader. <laughs> I'm Kim Counselor tonight. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, I agree. Sans in the White House is one of my favorites. Not only because I'm in it. Mm. I wanted, I genuinely wanted that episode to be like five hours long. I could have listened to that one forever. I think it might- I was really sad when that one ended. I checked my phone and was like, there's no way. I just, I just butt paused this. I this have to go done. back and see if I can, that, 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 that might be the part two I never intended to make that. Could Ooh, that could be you fun. know what I mean? Like yeah. come back to it next season, even you know, and do like a big part two for it. Absolutely. Okay, another question. Okay, your lovely boyfriend. I told him to send me a question. Um, did we lose phones? I did. We're sitting Here in a pile, pile of it. pillows. <laughs> we we are one for aesthetics, so we have like a comfy mattress set up in front of my fire with all of my pillows and stuffed animals and. Uh, my ocean lights on the ceiling, so it's very galaxy. Um, the fire's lit. It's it's a boy. I know there are some people who are probably listening to this right now. Head like headed into work. Ew! And don't like, go. I'm like turn around. I'm like fuck y'all. <laughs> Colin, sick for real. You deserve it. We are channeling the vibes to you right now. So in true slumber party fashion, yes, we're gonna do a couple fuck Mary kills. Fun. Love it. This one is from your boyfriend. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm scared. Patrick Swayze, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Johnny Depp. I have this one solid. I think our answers are the same. Leonardo DiCaprio, Johnny Depp, Patrick Swayze. Mm-hmm. Fuck Johnny Depp, obviously. 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 Kill Leonardo DiCaprio because that would be a lot to live with forever. <laughs> <laughs> Were you not prepared for that answer? I wasn't prepared for that Mary, answer, but Mary I... Mary Patrick Swayze. 
I think it's a good one. You know? I I appreciate the logic of that answer. Like, that's just a, like, like, Leonardo DiCaprio is an essence. Like, you can't go into, you can't marry him and go into a grocery store. No. I feel like Patrick Swayze, like, this is, people are probably like, what the fuck is he talking about? Patrick Swayze, you feel feel like he can still walk into a grocery store. You know? R.I.P. Yes. No, I completely agree. 100%. I'm on board with that. Okay. Okay. Fuck, Mary kill. Okay. Wait, what, what were your answers to that one? Is it the same except the last two swapped? No. And now that we've had this conversation, a conversation okay. it is exactly the same. Okay, cool. I just have had that, you know, 90s crush. Yeah, to- no, totally. Like, girl crush. Like, I was the girl. See, he... <laughs> we're drinking old fashions. We never said that. I love, Yeah, we never did. Um, we no, still- I've been in love with Leo forever, right? But I... I I agree with you. I think I would not want to be married to see, him. See, I'm I gay. I would not want to be married I'm gay to him. and he was never, he was always younger than me. Well, and well, see. Well, visually. Like, growing up, like, he was never my type And if the point. option was to fuck Johnny Depp or fuck Leonardo DiCaprio, you're going for the better lay. No oh, offense. done. So, yeah. like, that's the option. Yeah, 100%. On board. Okay, cool. I no. just wanted to make sure that we were. Not mad about it. Not that we'd have to be in agreement, obviously. Okay. What's your Desert Island book? I've never been asked this question before. Really? No. You know what? I'm going to give you three. You can have three Desert Island books. Done. Okay. Uh, that helps a lot, actually, because I think the first one that I would go to is one that makes me laugh and one that uh, educates me. My favorite comedian, he's, uh, I believe, a professor at Oxford, but I don't remember, and I should. Um, his name is Bill Bryson. He's a comedian. Uh, a Walk in the Woods is my favorite. A Walk in the Woods, a is, walk one in the woods is one too. of my favorite books. Are we I don't know, but I've never met anyone (laughs) with this exception of my sister who's read that book before. So that's hilarious. I have two copies. I read it all the time. I have it on audiobook. I it's one of my favorites. Um, And I mean, I did go. I hiked the Camino de Santiago across Spain, which is also an episode I really want to talk about. So I do kind of connect to the long term. Like it's a month and a half. Yes, ASMR. That was perfect. Okay, so we found the key is silicone straws. Silicone. But I, so I, I connect to the like month and a half long commitment yeah. to hiking something and kind of a little of that experience. I didn't have to do any of the like, we had hostels and stuff. So it was like glamping compared to that. But that's what's okay. So that would definitely be one of them. Excellent. I like laugh out loud within the first three pages. Of He's that fabulous. Book. Like that prologue up until like talking about people tossing their bag over the back fence. It's <laughs> yes. it's out it's like riotously funny, but somehow he's educating you on the history of hiking in America and you're still like peeing your pants. Like, nobody does it like Bill Bryson. Nobody talks about like I'll I'll never forget also the he narr- narrates his own audiobooks, yeah. which is the best the part. The best way to listen. Uh, but he the, like there's little bits and moments from that book that you'll never forget like <laughs> he's talking about the different um terrors and potential dangers of the camping process and one of them was <laughs> talking about rain uh sending people hurling over the edge of cliffs on ball bearings of beaded rain and i'm like what a great descriptive way of like yeeting people off of cliffs <laughs> but he, he's just he makes you laugh so that would be one um let's do something completely different for another i i uh... <laughs> oh no I, I have to say Great Gatsby, and I, everyone's going to be like, oh, God. I mean, okay, but I can do you one better on the Great Gatsby, oh, God, because the fucking dedication is tattooed on my arm. Yeah. So, like... 
but that cool that two of our books are the same i so think far. we've talked about this once <laughs> but i had to, i think we talked about this on the stanley episode actually i just had a i had a very dark high school and middle school experience and the aura surrounding the era in which we read great gatsby is one of the very few that i can look back on and still has a rosy sheen mm. you know what i mean I like and that. one of the ways that we did it is that the entire time that we read the book we weren't allowed it was the only time that my english teacher i was taught by a monk and had a high school class of four actually so oh, i literally have three hours left literally listening to it on audible right now Oh, I think I would like him reading it. Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal reading I think that Great would Gatsby be really good. is fantastic. But basically, it was a li- it almost was like all of a sudden my English teacher channeled Dead Poet Society for a second yeah. when we read it. Like he walked in every time for the entire days that we were reading that book for like a couple months. We had already had to clear all the tables out of the way, all the chairs out of the way. Like if we had blazers on, blazers were off and sleeves. Like basically books were in hand. The like covers were curled behind. It was very like, and nobody was cast. It was just as we read out loud together, you just became what was needed. So whether that was a proper, but like one of the people that I got to play most of the time was Jordan. Because just uh, somebody was already like all characters were spoken for and I love Jordan and Jordan is very much a part of, I think where Betty first showed up in my life. I really do. It was the first time where I really channeled like this, like the sultry woman in the red dress at the end of the bar with the smoke, like just that very tableau figurine. Um, But that was my experience of reading the great Gatsby is it's so much bigger than just the book. Like I loved the book, but I also was reading it at a time where I was encouraged to get as lost as possible in the book. And that's not everybody's experience with reading a book like that. No. So that I would definitely say is my second. I love that. Mm. I love that two of our desert Island books. I'm, I think our third will be different. I do too. Um, I don't even know what my third's going to be yet, but I like, it's I our reasons for bringing them are very very different. Totally, and I love that. Totally, I think it makes it. It doesn't make me sad, but it makes me chuckle a little bit to think about the fact that so many of these books are also very tied to nostalgic moments and oh, time. Absolutely, I would say the book that I would bring for the third that I don't expect a lot of people are going to know is a book called Taliesin by Stephen R. Lawhead. Mm, okay. It's the first in his Pendragon cycle, which is a five book cycle. Basically, his suggestion of the very first book begins with the sinking of Atlantis, and the very last book ends with the crowning of King Arthur, in a sense. In essence, fabulous. and it is the same family line. It is basically his suggestion of how King Arthur was a descendant of Atlantis, kind of tying cool. those two worlds together. And it's, um, it's kind of before sci-fi TV shows and before, um it was easy to make movies of some of this stuff. So the world's just felt somehow a little bigger, just a little bit more uh, complex, a little bit more. Um, he has lots of different series, but Taliesin is the first one in the Pendragon cool. cycle. And um, I just, I had to pick something from my kind of nerdy fantasy world building. Cause that's such a big part of what I read. Yeah. And that's the one that I go... It's like multiple books within it, too, and a lot of different cultures that the main character goes through. So it's you still get a very complex and dynamic, and te- he's very textural. His descriptions are pretty luxurious. Ugh, that's pretty great. I love that. Yeah. 
Well, it's, what would your third be? My third would be City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert. I was going to say, I didn't think I can see the cover in my... Okay. Yeah, it's fabulous. What's your other two, then? We are not here to talk about me. Oh, your listeners don't give a shit about my answers. I don't think that's true. I don't think it is either. I was like, I think we have a lot of I'm, crossover listeners. Hi, Coven. Hi, friends. Hi, y'all. I love you. We love you. Um, We're excited to go Dolly Parton, and this will have happened by this part. It will. We're, We're going Dolly Parton roller skating uh, tomorrow, sorry. and I'm so excited. I'm letting us get derailed. Okay, of, no. Let's do it. It's not derailed. No. Dolly Parton, favorite song. Oh, okay. Um, oh, my God, that's a hard question. I know. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I did that to us, because now I'm trying to answer it for myself, too. Okay, I did a really fun jazz dance in probably see that's what would make something my favorite yeah is experiences with it like that. um really fun jazz dance i had these fabulous like those like diaper pants you know yeah 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 no totally <laughs> uh that are super billowy and i love anything like billowy that could accidentally just catch on movement. fire um <laughs> wind in my hair just i like it flowy anything you know peasant dressy sign me up oh bless um Dolly Parton. Oh, the jazz number. Uh, we did a jazz number to nine to five. Yeah. And there was this part where we had a chair, like just an office chair that we did this, you know, like fan little leggy fan up kick and above. Over. And I just felt it was like one of the first times in my life that I think I felt sexy. I was going to say, and you would. Yeah. And I was like, oh, OK. No, totally. I was like sixth grade. No, I totally know what you're talking about. But I was like, oh, I felt so gorgeous I in that, that dance. And so I'm going to say nine to five. Which is not the answer I would give you if I'm, like, from a musical perspective, totally my favorite Dolly song, but that's my answer tonight. See, I would have jumped to, I, I'm, I'm going to say, and I will always love you. I, okay, because that's the one I was going to say, too, because I listened to it at work today, and I cried. It's so emotional. <laughs> it's so good. It's so, so, so vulnerable. I just had a love song radio station on, and she came on, and I was just weeping by I the mean, end. it's right around Valentine's Day. It makes perfect sense. But yeah, we're going to go rollerblading. And listen to Dolly tomorrow night. It's and it's kind of just so like fun. it happened. It just happened. I would say if you're in Denver, come to Tracks. But by the time this comes out, because I'm just going to throw right? this out, you're going to get a live, unedited episode this weekend. It's oh, going to be great. Um, we will have already done it. But if you were there, we love you. If you were there, it was so fun. Also, next time we do it, we should do like a meetup. Ooh. Are we big enough to have meetups yet? I think we are. I, I feel we like we have be. enough Colorado listeners that we could do like a fun, like, oh, we could do like a coven cheese Picnic. This is another common opportunity. This is the sort of thing we need to kind of like sound off if that's something you want to do because yes. we won't have any idea. If you want to hang out in real life? Let's make it happen. We could do it when walls can talk. Ouija boards, minute marks combined. Meet like up a mixer. But we need to know if people want to do that in order to do that because it's that's, that's some planning and some yeah, thinking. it's a lot of work. But work we are willing to do for you. Oh, it'll be so, so much fun. If you want to be our friends, IRL. We could do it like in Cheeseman. Mm-hmm. Or somewhere fun like that that we've covered or that we haven't covered or record a fucking episode live and yeah. thoughts. Oh, a cheeseman, a cheeseman cheese up. picnic. Oh, would oh, be so my fun. My God, we'll bring rosé. We'll make margaritas. It could be, be like great. gothic uh, costumes recommended but not required. Be so like a gothic. Stop! I'm planning a, outfits a already. Gothic cheese picnic. Amazing. Okay, all I'm imagining though is Portlandia. The Portlandia. Weirdos. Oh my god! That's that's the vibe. Is like 
full white outfit. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Deep black set <laughs> eyes. It's gonna be fabulous. I can't wait. We all need to look like Baba Duke, essentially. <laughs> I love the fact that this is gonna be like my most streamed episode. The people need to know these things. No, it's true. Important. It's true. Sometimes when I'm doing a production episode, it's kind of hard to throw that in. So we're making up for lost time. Yes. Mwahaha. <laughs> stuck with us now. Okay. Dream role. Mm. Acting? Yes. So she used to think she was in the theater. I know. So did I. This game is so fun and um, self-indulgent for just us. <laughs> and bitch, I wanted roles. Oh, yes. I wanted to be the yes. young man that makes them whale. I would um, have. I, I wanted failed. to be... I'm sorry that some of these are going to be like really... like obscure references i think i have my list on my phone somewhere so I, obviously i want to do the classics i want to do like gabe in next to normal who's okay. the son excuse you i said dream role <laughs> that is one you must pick a role one if you could call someone tomorrow and be like we're gonna stage the biggest production okay of this blank insert art here and um, i will play the titular role well i would like to be mrs lovett I would love that. That would be my dream. I would absolutely love that. But I, my Lady Macbeth brings people to tears, so I can hang. <laughs> I think I would be... No, I'm going to go back to my original. I okay. would want to do um, it's a, a character named Oswald. Oswald, Oswald in Ghosts by Henri Gibson. Okay. And it's a piece about... It's a piece. It's <laughs> oh. a play about... Um, it's It's dark. And people hated it. Oh, fantastic. When it first came out. Uh, this like, is very on brand for you. Yeah, it was <laughs> like, people called it like, like not even joking, like an open cesspool oozing like oh. filth. People hated it so much. Because the concept is uh, euthanasia. And oh. basically what happens is this guy goes off to Paris, becomes a huge artist, uh, makes huge success, has done so well for himself, but it's clear that his health is not doing well. So he comes back to Norway and the play begins as this uh, ingenue artist returns to his beloved family home, um, to his uh, to a mother who dotes on him, dotes on him. And it's clear that the boy is not doing well. He's like mid-20s. Yeah. And a set, I don't remember what it is, but I'm pretty sure... It's basically a form of syphilis that he had. And so basically the character's brain is slowly dissolving over the course of the play. Wow. So at the very beginning, you have these really deep heart-to-heart homo potential. Like there's a little bit of like – it's almost it's almost a gay story, honestly, of like this kid goes off to Paris, becomes an artist, is this big – uh, yeah. out flamboyant person comes home and is like his la- life is collapsing around him and basically at the beginning of the play he makes his mother promise that when he can no longer speak when he can no longer see that she'll take his life and she like he begs her and begs her and she sobs and sobs and sobs and basically the very 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 end of the play is he loses his mind and he's on the floor of the house like screaming the sun the sun staring at the sun and she points a gun at his head and the curtain drops And Ibsen never said whether or not she fired that gun. But that conversation was something that the social commentary was not prepared for. Yeah. And so it was like, how dare you make us see this? How dare you drag this? And it was very, um, very wild and rebellious. And um, there is, there's a certain like homoerotica about Oswald and like his charisma and the way he's written and the the way he relates with his mother is very a mama's boy 
kind of um, relationship that they have. That's yeah. al- it's almost unhealthy, but it makes it so much stronger at the end when he doesn't even like know who the fuck she is. Yeah. But I remember I, we read a lot of Ibsen when I was studying theater. There's another one called Wild Duck, but he's one of those that like everybody says to read him because he's a classic, but like. He made me feel some things. Yeah. When we even just wild. in table reads, we're like, I remember I was so embarrassed. I was sobbing when we were reading Wild Duck with the theater company that I was with, um, because it's an, it again he makes you see something really difficult. Yeah. Basically, a twelve year old daughter who's unhealthy and living in the attic, um, essentially puts herself in a situation where she gets shot and killed uh-huh. instead of the family's prized wild duck, and it's it's devastating. Ugh. Devastating because the whole like nobody in the family intended to do it. She set up. She, she set up as this angel of the play the whole time. Uh, anyway, not to dampen the mood, but he's another. If, if you enjoy theater and th- like feeling things and thinking things, yeah. um, he's one I recommend. But that I I wanted I wanted the drama. I wanted yes. the the. No, s- that's like that's a deep role. Cool. Call me dark. I mean. Call me Victorian. I want to cook people, so it's fine. I mean. Get it. Checks out. Hey, Paranormal Weirdos. I truly hope you're enjoying this week's episode so far. If you're enjoying When Walls Can Talk, the podcast, I humbly welcome you to consider making a financial contribution to the When Walls Can Talk tip jar to ensure I can continue to create episodes like this one for seasons to come. Your financial support helps to cover operating costs like recording equipment, editing software, marketing materials, music rights, and helps with the purchase of books, historical publications, and research materials to ensure that every episode is as professional and as well-constructed as we possibly can. If you're interested in making a small contribution, and let me tell you that no amount is too little, please feel free to hop on over to PayPal where you can tip us through my email, Jeremy at whenwallscantalktarot.com or on Cash App through Money Sign Jeremy Hegg. That's Money Sign J E R E M Y H A I G. There's also a support link in the show notes for this and every episode where you can support us directly as well. Thank you so much for listening to my little sales pitch and for sticking with me through this episode so far. And now, let's get back to the show. Okay, of all of the haunted locations you've covered in any season, like time immemorial, which one do we most want to stay the night in? Okay. And which one do we absolutely never, ever, ever want to set foot in? Okay. The one that I want to go stay in the absolute most is the Croke Patterson. Okay. Me too. That's a tough one because that would be between Croke Patterson and Brown Palace because they're I, also yeah, both luxury. They're, they're both luxury. I like, yeah. Ugh. I also think that we will have a stellar, peaceful, wonderful experience <laughs> because I, I. Well, I don't know. No, we're gonna have a same. Your one. face. Are you kidding? Your face just fell so <laughs> hard. Like, uh, no. But I, I am I'm, not gonna go rent a haunted penthouse and not have an experience. <laughs> I'm less concerned about like knives flying out of unseen sources for that one. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm less worried about the evening dissolving into, like, into full, chaos? full Blair Witch style. <laughs> That's fair. Like, bleeding in hallways kind of thing, you know? Lovely, yeah. I have such a... I'm so dark. I know. Um, The one that I don't think I would ever stay in so far is Waverly. Yeah. Um, Because of, like, the body shoot and the death tunnel and... 
well, and that's here's the thing. I think some people will be very surprised by that answer because that is the episode of all of them that I think I came off and kind of also am, so it's not even unfair. Yeah. The most skeptical. Because the owners of the property were very adamant about estimating and getting quotes for a full remodel when they first got the property. It wasn't until they got a price point back that they decided to pivot and make it famous in the paranormal world. Yeah, okay. Do I think that there's stuff going on? It's a haunted asylum where hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people laid in open air. There was no windows. This is like just a stacked five-story building exposed to – yes, I think it's haunted as fuck. And that's why I don't want to go because I think that the energy there is wild. Yeah. Like wild and rambunctious because it's also now being fed. Mm-hmm. It's being fed by owners who it's making them money. So they're there. And this is not like, I'm not judging. Like I'm not, I don't have an opinion about this. Yeah. I really don't. Like, I, I also think that like you can enjoy these locations for everything that they are and still acknowledge like, cool, this is our tourist attraction of the paranormal locations that we've covered so far. You know, like this yeah. one is a little bit more touristy, but so Salem now, like yeah. there, there's still stuff going on, but I do think that, um, the owners knew people in the paranormal because Waverly became big because of the paranormal reality television, yeah. that boom with ghost hunters and ghost adventures and whatever. Um, and they knew all those people. So they're the ones who got it on the air. Right. And I think that would surprise people because I think the other close second would be Pennhurst. Yeah. Because I that think that would have been my answer. I think that one is like everything that Waverly is but just like even worse yeah yeah sadder and and darker i just waverly for some reason and it could just be the successful lore yeah that the owners have built i think that's what i was trying to get at on the episode is like the fact that we have this mystique and this like innate fear around at least i do whenever i scroll and i follow a lot of like paranormal hashtags so i see waverly come up all the time it it gives me like a Like, it gives me a feeling. And the, and that could just be, like, really brilliant and successful marketing, too. Yeah. Like, the, this is the – and that's valid. It's great business. It's true. They own a haunted building, and they can't throw money at converting it completely back to what it is. Oh, my God. It's on the episode, but it's tens of millions to restore that whole complex. Wow. Yeah. Okay. A little lighter. Okay. Favorite Halloween costume that I've done that you've done. Okay, so I have a, a <laughs> no one, and then one that you would like to do. I have a very limited rep to pull from. Dream Halloween costume, favorite Halloween costume. Okay, so and we're not talking like Samhain. We're all in cloaks and like no, 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 like shit. a costume, like costume. classic Halloween or going to a rave. Oh no. Not a rave. You're going like to a, a party. I was like, I don't I've have... never been to a rave. I'm not going to give you the, an ans- the answer that you want. I'm just preparing you for that. I don't I don't want... I have no expectations. <laughs> I don't want an answer. I was Justin Bieber all four years of college. Were you really? Yes. I, was I lived sl- in Montana. It I was, was slutty warm. Timmy Turner for Girls the first would one. talk to me. Yeah. And I didn't have to wear makeup. I got to wear sunglasses. It was great. I was slutty Timmy Turner for freshman year. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Slutty oh my god, it was so good, and it was freezing in Pennsylvania, in I'm Philadelphia, you, Pennsylvania. Justin Bieber, um, and I somehow this is actually it was a great night because I was dirt broke, 
Um, <laughs> That's amazing. So I drank a lot. Did you have a little pinwheel hat? Yeah. Oh, totally. Oh my god. I had. Um, I, dr- I drank a lot of Four Locos before the <laughs> evening started. So I was fairly drunk by the time Fantastic. we got to the party. I'm um, very pleased. I do seem to recall this also was an instance in which I ended How up. How is that not an answer I wanted? At a nearby. <laughs> well, I forgot about it until you literally said college, and I was like, oh my god, college. Because before that, I we weren't allowed to do Halloween as a kid. Yeah. So we did All Saints Day, and we went fucking in for All Saints Day. So I was going to describe a costume that my parents made me for All Saints Day because it was like, it was production, honey. Oh, yes. It was, that's why I liked it. It was like not because it was, yeah, it was, I showed up with there like, there were a lot of things happening. There were reveals, yes, and removable pieces. Oh, yes. And there was, oh my God, it was, there, were there are, I have a photo of this somewhere. Oh, I will God. find this and show you before the end of the night. Um, but no, I would say Slummy, Slutty Timmy Turner is super high up there because I also recall, uh, well, don't recall. You left your pinwheel hat? And no, I, I left, <laughs> I left my shoes. I was oh, walking around. That's less sad than I was real, walking to around be honest. North Philadelphia, and if you in October, uh huh, Jesus Christ, there's a lot of glass. Superstar. I was like, anybody who lives and is a listener from North Philadelphia, hi, T for Temple U University, um, <laughs> just alienated everyone, right? <laughs> hey guys, I don't actually think I have any college <laughs> listeners on my podcast. If if I do, this is another opportunity to comment, I suppose. Um, fantastic. No, I would say that was probably the most memorable. Um, what was the, uh, the one I want to do? Yeah, like dream. Like unlimited budget, your dream costume. <sighs> We're going to like Martha Stewart's Halloween party. What are you wearing? Is it sad that I've never thought of that before? Yes. <laughs> I've literally never thought of that before. Well, think about it now. Um. Okay, so I would want to do either like something that's big and makes an impact or something that's shocking, like you would, like a transformation. Mm, like, yeah. who was it Colton Haynes who did all those crazy transformations? Like, like that. Like that, very Met Gala. Yeah. It kind of, and you. it gets a little bit of attention either because it's like big and elaborate or it's a crazy transformation. Um, I think that I'd want to do something that's like from Game of Thrones or something that's like really cool armor or really Ooh, yeah, cool. You know what I mean? Cool. Like an elaborate. Yeah. Um, I think that's what I'm going to go with. I think I'm going to go with. Oh, this is Fantasy hard. What, what, night yeah, what are, what are <laughs> number number one? <laughs> Prince Charming number two, well, which who, is fine because would you? Who I would guess you? I probably would pick a ball gown if I'm picking something. No, I. So my thing is like, I love a costume that's comfortable. Yeah, and and easy, but also has like maximum attention getting impact. Yeah. So yeah. In high school, I was the situation. Okay. Jersey Shore. Yes. And I had my friends dress up as Snooky and Jay Wow. I think you showed me pictures of this. Does uh, that sound? I had a wig. I had a, a top piece that Austin Nooner, you're not listening to this, but you motherfucker, you stole my <gasps> situation top piece. No. I don't think you intentionally stole it. If you do happen to listen to this, you won't. You ab- There's no way in hell you'd ever listen to this. Can you but- imagine? It's in. It was in the trunk of your car, and it never got into the, my. I never got it back. I'm just Tea. saying you borrowed it in high school, and I never got it back, so I never got to be the situation again. Scalding hot tea. Because I was not willing to buy another top bodysuit. I mean, <laughs> they're expensive. They are expensive. No, I. That's a commitment. Um. So I was a situation in high school. Uh, my senior year of high school, I was a cougar because I was dating a younger man, and. <laughs> This is actually funny. We uh, so it was my friend Sloan at the time, and we made T-shirts for the boys that said "Mauled by a Cougar," and we scratched huh? them and put like blood, like they'd been scratched by cats, and we came as kitty cats. So that was that's hilarious. That was cute and lame. 
Um, <laughs> I just remembered that I went to Halloween in college once as a dom top at, dressed in like five inch yes. jeggings and a white tank that I like shredded and braided yes. down the sides. Like I just went full, like I, full irony. I think that's my, you know what? That's what I would go with something painfully ironic. Yes. Okay. Like, my actual answer to this, if it can be a couple's costume, I've been trying to get my partner. He's not like a go to a costume party right. kind of guy. Right. <laughs> So I just need someone else to do this with me. I mean. Um, I really want to go as, um, oh, God. What's the guy's name? The girl's from, name is Nance from Portlandia. Oh, God. Nance I, and. I'm so bad. Oh, no. Lance and um, Nina. Okay. Nina and Lance from Portlandia. I want to be Lance, obviously. Okay. Because um, I look fabulous with a mustache. And, this is true. I've and seen Brandon, it. And Brandon, he does Nina. He does that Fred Armisen impression so well. And I think, and we've like got the height difference correct. Yeah. It would be perfect. And I'm in love with Carrie Brownstein. So. I want to do, um, I don't remember their names and I'm not going to pretend to remember their names. Uh, I would totally do the couple from My Cousin Vinny. Oh, yes, that would be fun too. Uh, I can't believe I'm forgetting the actress's name because she's a goddamn motherfucking legend. I'd probably do something crazy Greek goddessy, you know? Like I yeah. do like a really fun. Like big elaborate big Zeus, Medusa, or, uh, Venus or like moment. Athena, yeah, yeah, like do something like that. I I like the ones that are also not the ones that are cop out pun costumes, and I'm not I, again. I, my mind doesn't think this way, so I can't think of one like right off the top of my head. Like because there's some pun ones, and you're like, well, you got away with murder with this costume kind of thing. Yeah, but I like the ones that are actually like, oh, that's I mean, clever and thought Mom out. My cougar was kind of funny. But that's like there's costume <laughs> pieces and there was prep involved and it like right. they went together. It wasn't like you just went with As the a cougar shirt and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm a mouse. Meow. Duh. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's my dream costume is the dead zombie bride from Mean Girls. That is that would be a really solid choice. That would, that would be a fun one. that would place well in a costume contest that the or crowd. like I just want like my Hillary Duff Cinderella story moment. Like just let me walk down a staircase in a giant fucking ball gown. Like just let it happen. Hermione's dress from the Yule oh, Ball. Oh, so good. It's sad to watch how she looks younger and younger with passing years in that scene. Is that a weird thing to say? <laughs> you mean <laughs> you're like you, to grow to you grow mean older? We're aging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This person looks younger every time I watch it. <laughs> yes, it is sad. Oh my god, it's amazing. Welcome to Unscripted When Rolls Can That's Talk. fantastic. Okay. That is that is precisely what I meant. It's just weird. Uh, what's your death row meal? Chicken fried steak, mashed potatoes. Oh my god, we're the same person. Good this is gravy. so annoying. Good, Good gravy. gravy. Good gravy. Um, not this black pepper powder no. shit. Um, Real gravy, Asper- duck fat gravy. Good asparagus with balsamic vinegar and oh soy and roasted. You know, actually, fuck Brussels. that. Fuck that. I'm going to switch it out for um, artichokes, actually. Ooh, artichokes. I really love artichokes. Like a little aioli. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that sounds delicious. That's what I would, yeah. And I think that's just like, it's something I know will make me happy. And so it's like a really easy choice. I love that. Yeah. That's great. Or burgers. Burgers would be second. Burgers you eat too fast. I love burgers so much. That's true. That's if a re- it's your death row meal, you want to savor it. And a burger, I just like six bites in. This is literally the biggest reason I don't go to Shake Shack anymore because they're delicious, but they're, they're expensive so and they're tiny. Yeah, they're gone. They're gone in like three bites, and I can't. I can't do that. 
I can't have spent that much money on a burger and have it be. <laughs> We're so American. <laughs> the portions are so small. My double cheeseburger. I know. And here's the other. And fun. not I'm eating it in five giant bites because I'm a crazy person. And here's the reality of the whole thing. I haven't actually had Shake Shack in like five years because Can I tell you something my stomach hates me. I DoorDash Shake Shack like three days ago. Did you really? <laughs> No, it's good. It's delicious. Like, it's so good. It's so good. Their shakes are, are really good, They're I have so to say. Good. The peanut butter one is... Here's the, the thing that makes me sad, though, is, like, I could never eat a whole one of those now, shake-wise. Yeah. Like, my tummy would cream. literally murder Getting me. Getting old is so dumb. It's guys. so awful. Is this everybody going through this and we're just not talking about <laughs> it? I was literally in the shower the other day. nobody process food anymore? I was like, are we all just, like, in pain every day and nobody's talking about it? Yes, I think we all are. <laughs> Did I just discover the... <laughs> The secret in him. <laughs> okay, sick. I know this hits close to home because okay. you felt ill recently. Yeah, but like sick day movie, like but like classic sick day. Double Wars like, Prada. Oh, fantastic! Done, done, easy. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, that's not the answer I was expecting. No, no. I'm not uh, mad about it. I can give you like my top five, and I don't think any of them you would expect. Okay, do it. Um, Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> nope, not on my list. Hidden Figures. Okay. I fucking love Hidden that Hidden Figures movie. is fabulous. It's amazing. I'm just, these are very interesting Arrival. sick day choices. Okay. Uh, Sound of Music. Uh, I watch Sound of Music almost every time I'm sick, to be I fair. Or if it's so not Sound much. of Music, it's Singing in the Rain or, Ch- or uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Just like one oh, of those just like classic. Chitty Bang Bang, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, we love you. And. Our chitty chitty, chitty chitty bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang, loves us too. Hi, low, anywhere we go on chitty chitty, chitty chitty bang bang, our fine four fender friend. Bang bang, chitty. Oh my god, I watched chitty chitty bang bang so many times. Sweet, mid sentence. I hope you all. I hope you all recognize like full sentence sobbed instant switch into the song. It's very Pavlovian. When you start singing show tunes to me. But if I had to like distill it down to like the true, oh, so the true sick day ones, yeah. it's uh, uh, Devil Wears Prada, Sound of Music. Yeah. White Sound Christmas. Sound of Music is definitely one of my all time favorite movies. Oh, it's so like, good. Just, I, you can't. It's one of those ones that, like, also sometimes for some people, I think you you you're bored thinking about it, and then you go start watching it. And oh, you're like, how you can remember. I ever? Yeah, you're like, no, this is fantastic. It's and one it of those movies you kind of have to be in the the whole yodeler uh, sequence oh was like one of my favorite because so I was good. obsessed with the idea of puppetry and what could because we had so many puppeteers in elementary school. Like I'm that was the thing. Design. Yeah. So good. And the Baroness was a bitch and a Nazi, but she was so, so good. I just watched the Pacifier. <laughs> That movie's amazing. With Vin Diesel? Yeah. We just jumped from Sound of Music to the... Pa- I agree with you. Sound, well, sound, of, sound of Music's in it, because the kid's doing it. It is. That's, that's fair. That's <laughs> like, go fair with song. me. No, you're correct. I take it back. Retracted. The Mern... But that was still funny. <laughs> the Merninator. Pacifier. <laughs> Pacifier's not a sick day movie. No, it's not a sick day movie. <laughs> that's good. I like those answers. We're learning things tonight. We are learning things. So, well, my sick day movie is Jaws. Okay, I did not expect that at all. <laughs> Why? It's my favorite book. Okay. Jaws is one of my Desert Island yeah. books. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, I, I think it's brilliant. No, I think I... it's absolutely brilliant. And it's, it's exactly how I like my horror. Jaws is like, like I, I love that. I love the thrill. I love the suspense. I love absolutely everything about it. I can tell you so many Jaws fun facts 
we we aren't going to go there because it'll be a whole other podcast. Fair like, enough. Is that one you guys want to hear? I love it. <laughs> Do you want a podcast of me talking about sharks? Because I, for the longest time, thought I was going to be an ichthyologist. I'm really? obsessed with sharks. I love sharks. I dove with sharks in Africa. I Any chance I have to yeah. do shark things, I do shark things. Like, we'd go to the IMAX or the movies, and my grandma would graciously let me watch shark and oceanographer movies all the time. And we'd go to, like, used bookstores, and I would just... I have so many books about sharks I love <laughs> in my that. personal library. I love sharks. I love that. Um, But Jaws is, like, one of my comfort movies. That's adorable. <laughs> I really... No, I really, really like that. I, because I have a sick book. I'm just remembering that I have a sick book called Castaways of the Flying Dutchman oh, by yes. Brian Jakes. Do you know the book? I do. Do you really? Yeah. Again, I've never ever found ever, anybody that ever... So it was one of those ones that my parents went to the library to find me an audiobook when I was young, and we just needed something for me to listen to, and that's what they brought home. And they knew I loved Brian Jakes because we loved Redwall. Yeah. Um, oh, no. that's So that was my introduction to him. As yeah. Well, Redwall... I think I found a copy of Redwall somewhere. It was like so weird good. that I found the book and then devoured that whole series. And yeah. This is one that I have on Audible and return to unironically on a regular basis. But Castaways the Flying Dutchman is like a free standalone book that it was also the first time that I ever like really, really cried on the last page of a book. Mm-hmm. Um like I'll never forget. I'll never forget the last lines of that book because it it's definitely young adult. So I don't think it's. I think I loved it because of my age. But yeah. it, if you have you or are or have a young person in your life who really enjoys like the pirates and adventure, but also a little bit of the national treasure, um, treasure map scavenger hunt. Nicholas Cage. Same. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but it's got also like it, the the book starts with and it kind of explains the curse of the Flying Dutchman and what where that came from. The cover art's also beautiful. Um, All of that art is. But beautiful. like the when you said the Jaws book, it I if there was a movie of that, yeah, that would be my sick movie, like yeah. for sure, like good or bad. The book is fabulous. The if book you is haven't fabulous. Read Jaws, like, go read it. It's brilliant. I need to. It's brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Um, that reminded me of one that I wanted to ask you. Oh, uh, okay. What does your headstone say? If we're, we're writing you an epitaph, we're, we're engraving, I'm engraving your stone right now. No character limit. What am I putting on it? Here lies (laughs) you. Dot, dot, dot. What's yours? Okay. Mine is plagiarized. Okay. Uh, from Hillary Clinton. Okay. She wasn't as good as some people thought. She wasn't as bad as some people thought. I love that. Boom. Boom. I think it's brilliant. And I love it. That's the one I love. Because is I'm it, a chronic people pleaser too, and I just I Is it bad that I want to put something like absolutely savage and be like, I wish you the day you deserve? No, because I love the wish working in retail. Yeah. Wishing people the day they deserve. Like Or something to that effect. Oh, it's the best. But the funny story is when I was in New York Pride once. <laughs> oh my god. We were sitting on a subway. Great story. I don't know if um, we want it. Give I, don't know, it to us. I don't know if my friend Mike listens to the show. I don't think so. But we were basically sitting on the subway in New York, and that's a commitment. Whenever you have yeah. to go, especially if you don't live in town and you have to get in town, um, and we were basically coming up with each other's epitaphs. Amazing. And my friend Mike was in the middle of having a conversation, stops mid sentence as this attractive man. <laughs> Attractive white man in a lovely fitting polo walks onto the subway. Checks out. Mike stops, grabs my knee and says, Ugh, live for a good polo. 
amazing. And that became his epitaph was, uh, he lived for a good polo. He lived for a good polo. They decided that mine was, I mean, $10 is $10. That's amazing. Somebody originally said twenty five, and they thought that they should bring it down. I mean, ten dollars is ten dollars. <laughs> amazing. But yeah, no something something savage, and I mean, I what I would actually put is something in Latin. It's like there's a quote called uh, "I don't uh, eram quote s eram quote quote sum." It's basically "as I am, so you will be," mm. and I love that. Like, as you visit a, a dead person in a cemetery, you are like. As I, I like am, that. so it's very as above, so below. Yeah. It's uh, who I am. I, it, but then you can also play with that, like who you are. I always am. Like, oh, like yeah, it, it, it's really kind like of this esoteric spiral. It's actually my bio on my uh, Instagram. I forget that I haven't changed it forever. That's probably what I'd like actually put. Okay. As I am, so you will be, so or as I am, we, so you are. How are we passing you along to the next world? Um. Because I personally, I don't want a headstone because I don't want to be buried. So, like, you can put my epitaph on, like, a, a cool park bench <laughs> at a place yeah. that I used to walk my dog a lot. Um, so, you know, and then you can divvy my ashes up amongst whoever wants to go take them somewhere. But we might – at the ri- so this might open up a big one, actually, because I have yet to make my decision okay. on, on this. It's something that I have pluses and minuses for, like, every option. I think I'm leaning – Towards um, just a, like a natural burial, yeah. Like I know there's a, there's a, I think you see it a little bit on TikTok these days, uh, like the wicker coffin in the. And I don't like think I want it to be quite that simple, but I do. I'm I do sorry, appreciate. I just can't think of wicker without thinking of the wicker man. That's so fair. You just say the word wicker, and that's just like what <laughs> you just get in creeped. <laughs> but I like providing a place for descendants to visit. Yeah. And I like the sacredness that cemeteries provide. I agree. So I, I do think I'm leaning towards keeping my body intact. Um, if I didn't, I'd want to do something where it's like cremated and put inside of a plant or inside or, or uh, like it's buried along with a tree or some, something like that to yeah. be, to at least do some good. Um, I do have that my organs are available for science on my license and stuff like that. I feel like a lot of people do. Um, Take my heart. But like, I don't want to be in a body. Break a lot. Don't want to be in a body farm personally. Yeah. So much respect to the people who do want to be in a body farm because it's just not the most gracious and respectful of ways to have. But at that point, you it it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I think for the yeah, a lot of people who who that's really how I feel about it. I have really strong feelings about not being buried. Yeah. Yeah, I get. I understand. I really do. I get it. I get. Um, there's just something about the like disappearance of, or the 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 fear of disappearance of in cremation for me of like it gets divided and then all of a sudden you're gone. You know what I mean? Oh, that's the part I love. Well, I, I think I understand. I, yeah. I get it though. Like I, I, I and see then all the other the, side of that too. And like for me, I think if my parents. And it's like, who am I to ask my parents to, to do anything? Like, I don't actually, but like, if they did that and then all of a sudden I didn't have them anymore and I didn't make that choice myself, that would be something that I would struggle with, which is ironic considering the fact that my parents and I aren't particularly close and I still feel like I would feel that way. Interesting. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I do like also the fact that you can like exist permanently in places that were meaningful to you. I love that aspect of cremation. Yeah. What are, what are your, what are your guys's? I mean, this is a big topic to put in the comments, but like, I'm very curious. This yeah. is not a topic that I talk about with people very often. And I'm very, very undecided. 
Yeah. It's one of those things that like I truly don't have an opinion and truly have no clue what I'll do. And I really hope I don't have to make a decision anytime. It's something that I literally think about. Like, I really hope I don't have to decide anytime soon because I have no clue what I would want. Well, that's really interesting. Do you think that's unusual? No, I just. Because I, I don't know, and that's why I don't talk about it. I don't yeah. know if anybody else is in the same no, boat of probably like... probably a lot of people are in that same boat, too, where it's... What's interesting about it to me, coming from you, it's not... I don't think it's a, a an uncommon feeling or thought or perspective, but for somebody who spends yeah. so much time in this realm of, like, death and darkness... Right, to not have a um, crystal clear, not, a like, formed decision. But I also am coming from a place of... Um, like I'm very, very solid in my, yeah. like I burn me. I want to be burned. Yeah. I'm like all air and fire. I have no earth in my chart. I no, do not want to go. I'm all earth. Ground. I'm yeah, all I'm like, earth. I don't want to do it. Like set me free into the wind and I yeah. don't care where it is. I think that's the difference right there. I, yeah. I, and Mina, when I did an Akashic record reading with her, she basically said that every single iteration I have ever had has existed on this planet. Yeah. It's part of why like my aesthetic and my energy is just so earthy. Like, I don't even know how like it's. Well, so we were talking earlier about, <laughs> this is a little morbid and dark too, but whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Welcome to the show. About opting into being born. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, and just that thought of like, I was existing as energy prior to this with no, like no qualms. I had no qualms. Nobody gave me a cliff notes version. No qualms. I didn't have an appendices. Hanging out in the stars. A general glossary to skin. And brought into this planet. And that's fine. That's all well and good. (laughs) And what's funny is that I do genuinely believe on some level we did agree and we just have amnesia. Yeah. I really do. Hey, Chris is about to walk across the keyboard. Is this your way of saying that we need hey, to get towards the end of the I know. Episode? We should wrap it up. Okay. Rapid fire. Lightning round. Oh. Favorite candy. Uh, uh, Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Children. Thank you. Wait, is that really a thing? <laughs> no, I'm just I was annoying. like, wait, what? I've always called them that. And I used to. Okay. Actually, Sour Patch Watermelon. Mm, well, hard, hard disagree, but I'll let you have them. Okay, thank <laughs> My boyfriend would agree with you. He's very proud of you. For I just want that. only red and yellow sour patch. See, that's the there. reason that like I, I like them because you can like mix and match. And yeah, but um, I'm a gummy candy. No, person. I used to always order them at the movie theater. So yeah. there was one thing to do growing up in Salmon, Idaho, and that was go to the fucking yeah, movies. No, same. Like, we had a two screen theater, and that's what you did on the weekends. You would go to the movie, and. I would always order Sour Patch Children and get the biggest eye roll from the person behind the counter, and I loved it every time. So I mean, that's a moment. This was not... I'm bad at lightning rounds. Question. Okay. Betty Swallows. Yes. If that wasn't your name. Was that a hard name to come to? So that was one that... Or was that no. one that you were like, no, this is it? Have you gotten the pun yet? Yeah, Bet- of course. Okay. Many people don't. Really? Oh, yeah. People just thought I picked, like, an old lady name. Oh, no. No, no. It was actually, so when I agreed to do drag for the first time, well, I did. I actually got my drag mother drunk and made her agree to put me as a guest in her show. Oh, hmm. and sounds, so, sounds kind of like me trying to get you to help me. She's not mad about it or anything. She's mad about it. Um, it's fine. Uh, I have Instagram beard filters. It's we ran fine. downstairs and went and found the club manager. And he was like, if you're going to do this, this needs to be your name. And I was like, done. 
Oh, fantastic. Done immediately. There was no, there was no conversation there, but I love my drag name. I think it's fucking hilarious. And there are a lot of people who I've known for like two and a half years who I've talked about this. And there's probably a few of you that are like, (gasps) because you like, I literally, my assistant who was my drag assistant for the entirety of when I was Miss Boston Pride had no idea. And then a year later, I thought he was kidding. I thought he was making fun of me. You're like, you're being dumb. He's like, (laughs) no, he's like, no, I never, he's like, I just thought it was Betty Swallows. It's like, no, like sound it out. You'll find, you'll find the pun. No, I live for puns. So it was immediate i love it but yeah no that that was the name that was a a gift to me and i don't think i could come up with anything nearly as clever that's great i'm sure i could the only thing i have close to that is my my hiking name yeah quote unquote which i love it which was given to me by sam who's not someone who hikes which is why i quoted them in finger quotes because it's funny that sam's the one who gave me my hiking name that is funny but it's trips on the trail and i've got it Burned into a kaleidoscope. Uh-huh. Okay, if you could only eat one type of dessert for the rest of your life, what type of dessert do you eat? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. This is supposed to be lightning round. Fried ice cream. I love fried ice cream. Fried ice cream. I haven't had fried ice cream in a long time. I want. I, want, I was trying to think. I Okay, so here, when I eat things, I like textures. And Same. I like difference. And yes. I like... So I like, like I was immediately going to say cheesecake because I like different oh, types of cheesecake like, and you can yeah. get different flavors and whatever. But fried ice cream, you get the crunch, you get the uh, it's so good. Fried cheesecake flavored ice cream. Done. Done. Best of both worlds, Miley. You get the best <laughs> of both worlds. Chilling out, take it slow. And we'll rock out the show. Oh my God. We're I so annoying. I can't <laughs> wait to do that in drag. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. This is I fun. do too. Okay. I'm going to ask you any? a couple more questions. Okay. We're going to do it. The people want to hear it. Uh, favorite constellation. Do you have one? Mine is Cassiopeia. So I would have to say the Big Dipper because that's the, but the, again, it's because I have like such you, vivid memories of yeah. going out at night and looking for it. Totally. And that's the one, that's the one that was the most visible in Massachusetts where I grew up. That was like the that. biggie. And so that was like your entryway into constellations and into astrology that's was cute. like getting like being able to find Orient that one on your own at any one. time because I'm not I'm not the best when it comes to navigating the stars I, I, by any means yeah I got a long way to go when it comes to that but those are ones that like oh I know where that is um okay tell your audience your big three what's that your sun moon rising oh uh Capricorn sun Aries moon Libra rising fantastic it's a very interesting eclectic well it's just a combative bunch it's a very interesting big three. it's a, it, and it makes perfect sense I love it it's very it's, it's very clear <laughs> um Icarus his name I wish that I came up with Icarus Icarus was actually the name was that he, he was already named he Icarus? was already named Icarus I didn't realize I, that I gave I gave him Theodore because I think Teddy is one of the cutest names in the whole entire world and he looks like a Teddy to Teddy me Teddy is such a cute name um but Icarus is also one of my favorite cautionary Greek myths yeah and that's why I it was like no no him. it's so that's what honestly was, I reached kismet. out I reached out. No, exactly. It was. I reached out, interested in adopting him before they'd even put pictures of him on the website. Oh, by the cool. name, by the name alone, I just got. I was like, oh, that's 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 mine. Do you like your name? My personal, personal name? name, I do actually. Okay. I don't connect to the spiritual connection of why my parents picked it, but mm. I like it because it's kind of unique. Actually, yeah, I like your it. Kind of is, and I also think it just kind of fits me. Yeah. I don't even know why. I agree. I don't no. think I could say why, but no, it just it, it works for you. I've I've never I'm grateful that I've never gone through the struggle of feeling like I had a name that doesn't. So it's also something that I I feel like 
would be a learning experience for me to talk to somebody about. Yeah. Because I've, I've, that's not an experience I've ever had of, and I, I would want to know more about what that's like. Yeah. Because that sounds rough. Totally. But. Uh, okay. I want a couple more. Okay. But like real rapid fire. I just have to think of them. Oh, uh, favorite animal. Otters. Cute. River otters. River, River okay. otters specifically. <laughs> Thank you for the clarification. Oh, they're so cute. They're so adorable. <sighs> they're the cutest. Um, okay. A favorite Disney movie. Um, it's between the rescuers and the Aristocats. <gasps> the Aristocats. I love the classic old ones, even the ones oh, yeah. that are not like the big Renaissance ones. Totes. Um, I love the Aristocats. That's a good one. Yeah, that's what I'll go with. Um, okay. If you moved to a different country tomorrow, where are we going? Different country. Yeah. Um, Get the fuck out of this place. <laughs> Vienna, Austria. I mean, just keep our sound of music dreams alive. Right? <laughs> or it may be Amsterdam. Amsterdam would be fun. Or or Glasgow. But okay. though I would I was with- expecting Glasgow to be the OG answer. Okay. Um, oh, favorite kind of weather. Oh, that's hard. Because that's changed. It's okay if it's changed. I do like the introspection of rainy days. I mean, I feel like most people do. Oh, you know what my favorite weather, weather is? Actually, rain in the Rockies. Rain in the Rockies? When the rain rolls in late afternoon. Okay. And it's I been like, like warm and you get that smell. My favorite weather here, if we're picking Colorado, yeah, like yeah. Rockies weather, is a sunny 48 degrees. Wow, sunny 48 degrees is so specific. It's perfect. It is friends it is light perfect jacket leggings and yes april 5th um, i had to it's perfect leggings and a hoodie temperature and yeah. that's all i ever want to wear ever comfy ideal yeah willie heard the word hike and woke up from a dead oh. fucking sleep and is like okay let's go sunny it is, it sunny 48 almost time to let you it is this is getting ridiculous and out of hand but i'm gonna keep doing it for four more minutes okay <laughs> We're gonna end on eleven. One eleven. Okay, it's I'm done. I'm fine with that. Angel numbers. Oh, what's your favorite number? Is it weird that I don't have a favorite number? No, I don't think that's weird. Do you have a favorite number? Yeah, I like threes. So I mean, like thirty-three. Like if I'm if I was like giving myself a sports number, I would pick thirty-three. I see a lot of two two twos, and I see a Maybe lot. That's because of- it looks like boobs. <laughs> I mean, it would it would track. If I'm actually thinking about it, it would track. <laughs> no, I like a lot. It's not the number. It's I see a lot of two two twos, and I see a lot of one one ones, and they mean different things to me in each time. And they're always like right on for whatever they're saying for each one. Yeah, and it's not something that anyone's taught me what they mean. That just over time I've come to discover that that's what this means when it shows up for me here. Yeah, and that's what this shows. So it's not even about the number itself. I love when you just catch things like that, and yeah. those like ten minutes, and you're like, oh, I wonder what that means. No, I. Do. Or I wonder what I should be looking for right now. What is your Starbucks order? Um, that changes too, but I would say that my my typical go-to. So if I'm doing coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you can't play rapid fire games that like was Capricorn. The, also the gayest thing I've ever said. <laughs> yeah, it really was. I'm gonna do I'm actually gonna do iced tea or black iced tea lemonade. I mean That's actually what I go to a lot. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I would like to know your coffee order as well. I think um, <laughs> the problem is a lot of them are like saved on my app because they're complicated. Oh my God, you're one of those. I, I really, really, really liked the sugar cookie latte that they had. That I was like, I'm really sad that that's gone. I also do a lot of salted caramel mochas. Okay. Those, that's what I'll say. Salted yeah. caramel mocha, if they have sugar cookie latte, but they don't always have toffee nut. I have a boyfriend that works at Star- Starbucks, so I know all the ins I know, and outs. I know, that's why I thought this question was of this, this was opening this a is, can of worms. This was like just a question for Justin. Right. Um... Just so he can have a little moment to laugh. He's going to be dying right now. (laughs) 
Um, okay, I had an... Oh, uh, pull a tarot card for yourself mentally right now. What is it? What pops in your head? The moon. I knew it. It's always the moon. Moon it's is also, your card. It's also just after the full moon, too. Yeah. The moon's your card. Though. But I was seeing, like, the moon and the hermit, like, translucent between each other, which is really yeah. funny because I was almost seeing that the moon, like, the light of the moon and the moon card was also the light of the lamp in the hermit card. Oh, yeah. So it was, like, that one thing, like, anchored it, and they were just going back and forth. That's Which cool. I've never really seen before, so that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, celebrity crush. Uh, Brian, Brian Felipe. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Why? You just looked confused. <laughs> well, no, because is is there any other? That was my confusion. No, that's fair. If you've ever totally seen fair. like like Breach or like oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, now obviously because like some photos came out during quarantine, and my God, oh yeah, it's always been Ryan Felipe. Okay, always fantastic. Um, okay, we're gonna end it here okay. with this final question. We can both answer it if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a classic. It's a okay. classic question. Okay. Dinner party, dead yeah. or alive, you have five guests. Okay. You don't have to explain to me why if you don't want to. Really? That's fine with me. I think that's even more interesting. You just have to tell me the five guests at your table. If you don't know who they are, do I just need to quantify by like saying who Sure, they are? Okay. a little bit of con- If it's yeah. like, yeah, he's a 19th century um, poet, let beca- me know. Yeah, because the, I think the lot... Mm. I've done this a couple times, and I never remember who I pick, but I know a couple of them. And I pick people that like I really... People that I want to interview on the podcast, essentially. Aurora, obviously. Fantastic. Excellent um, dinner party guest. Mia Michaels. I don't know if you ever watched So You Think You Can Dance back oh, in the yeah. good old days. Okay. The, the contemporary composer. It would be a, a toss-up between her and Sonia Taya because they both – Sonia Taya did uh, – pretty sure she did Hadestown. All the choreography for Hadestown. We're going to that for Sam's Are you really? Day in September. We oh, bought tickets. It's so well, fun. Sam bought tickets. I think I need to Venmo her. Uh, <laughs> so I would say Aurora. I would say – um, Mia Michaels. I would say C.S. Lewis. Ooh, yeah. I have thoughts about that, but we can talk about it later. I think that I, I'm thinking about what I'm thinking about is the conversation at this table. Yeah, no, totally. And the, and I definitely think about how my guests are going to interact with, with each, each other. other. Totally, that's yeah. important. That's like, important. I would want to fucking throw Freud in there just to like have, oh my God, have a real party. Of it. Yeah. I like throw, throw, in the middle throw, of it. throw Jung in there and just see what happens. Like that's the kind of party that I think like, th- I mean, I don't actually think Jeffrey Dahmer, but like throw somebody who's just like <laughs> brain is Jeffrey Dahmer. and see what happens. No, I don't actually, I actually think that that scene in American Horror Story Hotel oh. when you have all the serial killers, Ugh. like, yeah, but fascinating. Totally. Like I'm hooked, but like, I mean, yes. gross. No, I'm. I'm acting judgy, but I would go to that dinner party. <laughs> there's a play. There's a play. A play called Freud's Last Session, and it's literally just Freud and Lewis arguing. Really, the whole play. Oh, fantastic! In between, like bomb raids and stuff. I am way off track. Was that five people? Was no, it wasn't. It was okay. Aurora, Mia Michaels, Sonia Taya, C.S. Lewis. That's four. Um, I need one more. I'm trying to think of the other aspects of myself. Because yeah. it's really easy to get like stuck in like all of the totally. metaphysical. So I'm trying to think of somebody maybe from the drag world that I would want to, but also somebody who I think would would like be, be open to talking. You know amazing. what I mean? Like, yeah. um, would be fun. Willem. Ooh, Ooh. <sighs> yeah, good choice. Because it, these all five of these people are outspoken and opinionated in a good way. I don't know. I, now I'm just thinking about my. Who I'd want at my drag dinner table. 
That that was the hardest one. Was just to think of one oh who I think would have opinions and thoughts and my drag speak about them. Definitely Landon Sider. Yeah. Oh, 100%. and Louisiana Purchase. I love Louisiana Purchase. Oh my god, she would be there. Wait, what? Who's what's your five? And then we'll we'll leave them. My five tonight. I Zelda feel- Fitzgerald. Okay. She's always at my table. Yeah. Elizabeth Gilbert. Yeah, I could have told you that. Because <laughs> she might sick. No, I love Liz Gilbert. No, I, she's fantastic. She's and also she has very one well of the spoken. Most soothing voices. She has so much to say about so, so much, many and just like I think would just genuinely be the most open and kind-hearted person at the table. Like would just would be willing to make conversation with anyone. Yeah, I think that's one of her superpowers. She's um, really good at just I think holding space for people. Yeah, so she would be there. Zelda Fitzgerald would be there. I would love. Oh, you know, honestly, just like. Purely self indulgently, I would really love to have. Why am I blanking on his name now that I have to? No, I'm not blanking on it. I know it because we're in love. It's fine. John Corbett would be a oh, dinner table, yeah. <laughs> hands down. Uh, totally. That's a that's a fun combo. Okay? Yeah, John Corbett. Totally. I'm surprised I didn't say Lindsay Mac. I'm surprised you didn't say Lindsay Mac too. Because that's another person who's just really good at holding spaces in conversation yeah, and really kind of good- letting everybody in and out and. She would be a good person for that. For and sure. a good mediator. This is a hard question. Oh, when it totally you're is. Thinking about like different personalities that go together, but I feel like so far these comment three your five. I actually would love, 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 love to hear people's five. Like you don't need out of context. Just list five names. Everybody who's not listening to the podcast will be like, "What? Yes. In the world is just this random them. ass list of historical figures? Oh, it'd be so fun though. Oh wait, did I only do two? Did I do? I said Zelda Fitzgerald, Liz Gilbert. Did I say somebody else? I thought you did. I thought I did. Oh, John Corbett. Yeah, I was darling. like, I, th- I thought you Sorry. did. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, darling. It's fine. Two more. Um, John Corbett. Oh, why can't? Why? It's like the names just evaporate out of your head when this question is actually asked. It's a lot of pressure. There's also a microphone sitting in front but of I you. But I see the faces. Ups the ante. I see the faces. Do you want to describe? Oh, toss Tennessee Williams at my dinner table. Oh, done. Okay. That would be fun. I, I was trying to think of other writers. Who wrote our town? Thorn Wilder? Yes. I would say Thorn Wilder, too. Oh, you know what? I want Laurie Ingalls Wilder at my cute. dinner table. Uh, that would, wow, this is a really cute, fun dinner. It this, would be that's really, never been very eclectic. dinner table has gone, but I'm happy oh, with Oh, I it. think mine would be different every single time you yeah. ask me. 100%. Right now, tonight, those are the people I want to have dinner with. Yeah. I didn't pick any dead people. I didn't either. No, I did. Tennessee Williams has been dead oh, for yeah. a while. <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> a minute. On, All right. On well, that note. <laughs> on that note. We're losing our minds. Um, the cocktails have long been drank. Oh, they are very gone. So. I hope uh, you guys enjoyed this. This was you, fun. Yeah. Did you have fun? I had, a, oh, like, I had a great time. Okay. Like, was this, you feel no, like I feel like I also, I feel like people will really enjoy that. I, I hope you guys enjoy this. Just hang out. Summer hang party in, vibes. Yeah. This is like good. Just go for a walk. Break up random some banter, and next week's episode is also heavy. Heavy. What well, it's not even it's not even heavy. It's a big two parter because I guess I might as well announce what it's going to yeah, be at this point. Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, we're doing the Queen Mary. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that is staying in. <laughs> yeah, no, we're doing the Queen Mary, and there's a lot of shit here. Yeah, and there's a lot of like <gasps> moments, and that's Ooh. what I'm going to say. Excited. Yeah, really. It's it's really it's just long enough that I was like, oh, this is probably going to be a two parter. I might try to drop both parts in the same weekend if I can, just to get because it's going to be one of those. It's like, you, you, how dare you leave me here? Kind of two parters. Yeah. If it, if I edit it the way I'm planning I on, can't wait. So I have a lot of work to do to get ready for it. So hence this episode today. You're welcome. But um, 
Yeah, oh, this no, this shakes it up a little bit. And yeah, I think you guys know all the things. Go love us on all of the apples yeah, and the really Spotify's. Everyone and... needed to know every single one of those things. Oh, hundred percent. Those are core to who you are as a person. You've now been part of a slumber party with me. Little did you know. This was so fun. This was so fun. I love you. Thanks for listening. Thank you guys. We'll check uh, I will catch you guys next week. <laughs> we'll check in later. We'll check in later. <laughs> Mom and dad are going to come peek you a little bit. Make sure y'all still <laughs> in your bed. Make sure you're asleep. Are you all tucked in? <laughs> oh, my God. Night. creepy. <laughs> night, night. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you so much for being here. We love you so much. Have a great night. Toodles. Toodles. Bye. This has been an episode of When Walls Can Talk, the podcast, written, researched, and edited by your host, Jeremy Haig. I would be honored if you'd consider one friend that you think might enjoy this episode and share it with them. There's nothing that brings me more joy than listening to episodes or songs that my friends recommend. So please share the love with your tribe. Listening on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving us a rating or a comment so that this one-man operation can take off to a whole new group of listeners. Please don't forget to visit my website, www.whenwallscantalktarot.com, to learn more about me, the show, and to purchase our brand new merch finally available on our online shop. Listeners to the podcast get an exclusive 10% off using the code WITCHCREW at checkout. Don't forget to reach out to me on Instagram at whenwallscantalk with underscores for spaces, or email me at jeremy at whenwallscantalktarot.com. So long, paranormal adventures, and I will see you next time on When Walls Can Talk.